and missed. we're back. And we're back. All right, you want to do your over underrated first or your client shout out first today? Yeah, let's go. Let's go member. Let's go member shout out first today. All right, member shout out. And I'll go first. And this is someone. Well, these are two people that are pretty new, and usually we've needed a, a strong tenure to get this. But I am super impressed with Jim and Michelle Gallic, and they are. They have been members now for a month, and they did their month trial beforehand. And they both have an amazing personality. Jim is absolutely hysterical. And when Jim first came in for his assessment, he was joking around the whole time. And then we got to the question, are you nervous? And he was 10 out of 10 nervous. And you would have had no idea. But then we went upstairs, went to the workout, felt more comfortable. He killed it during his trial. He came almost every single day. And then now he's a member and he has given me some good feedback uh, pretty much at every opportunity that we've talked. And he's an avid listener to the Fat Pratt Chat. Whoa, now I feel really bad. I knew this day was going to come, and I really haven't interacted with them that much. I believe I met Michelle. I've seen their names come across, like the new members during our meetings. But I feel terrible now that he listens to the podcast, too, and I really don't know you know, enough about him to give feedback right now. This That's is right, guys. I got you me. covered. I got, I got you covered for two here. You don't need John's affirmation. All right, my member shout-out goes to Lee Strawn. And the reason is because if you remember where she started, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. You can ask Lee her story, but she has come so far from where she started and the exercises that we gave her and the issues she was dealing with at the time to seeing what she is actually capable of now is amazing. So super consistent, 5 a.m. right? She comes like 95% of the time to 5 a.m.s, uh, which is impressive alone. And then just to be able to be open to doing exercises, be open to our pushes uh, that we've done across the years that she's trained here. And then she brought her husband in too, Bill. So actually the Strawn's killing it lately. Yeah. And they don't live close. And she's got her son coming. And he's coming back, I believe, this upcoming week. Yeah. Awesome. Hardest Uh, working Strawn in here when he's here. Uh, Underrated, overrated. I'll go first. Let's hear it. (laughs) Underrated, which is going to sound calculated because we talked about this a little bit before, but I swear I was thinking of this this morning. Underrated is the skill mill. (laughs) The skill mill is 1 million percent underrated. Now, I knew a couple gym owners who had a skill mill at their gym and they were like, you need it. Athletes can sprint. Your adults could walk on high resistance. I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool, but we have a field that we run on and we push a sled. So we kind of have that covered and for a very cheap price. (laughs) But, uh, But then enter COVID. And then came the benefit of keeping people in more stationary spots versus having them run up and down the field and pushing sleds. And then we decided to make the investment into the skill mills. And wow, the athlete sessions, there's like six kids on it at a time. Mm -hmm. The adult sessions, they're always full. We're programming them a ton. And almost anyone can do it. Yes. Huge fan of the skill mill. I do it every single day pretty much at this point in time. I love it. Tremendously underrated. Don't disagree. I cannot disagree. <laughs> More. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, skill mill, highly, highly underrated until you really use it and understand the functions and understand how anybody can truly use it. It's amazing. So a little bit scary getting everybody on at the first time, self-powered, mm. self-propelled, I was meant to say, and um, a tendency to fall forward. But if we get over that hurdle and understand the resistance, it's amazing. Plus, Somebody might have made a couple of shelves to work on top of it, so their workstation's yeah. down in the middle of the day. So now when we do our stuff on the computer that doesn't require us to do much else, we walk and we get that stuff done. So now we're getting steps in too. So highly shout underrated. Out, shout out to himself. Goes I, did, I didn't say it. I just said somebody. 
What's your underrated, overrated? Uh, underrated. My underrated are sunroofs and cars. <laughs> now, this is probably going to be split 50-50 because I think most people think the sunroof is a great idea, but they get a car with it and they never use it. Mm. So I think most people find them overrated. I find them underrated because I love the windows open. I'm an outdoor guy. I love like having fresh air in the car. And it doesn't distract too much from like the conversation in the car, like crazy windy. You have like your wife in the car, long hair, doesn't want to get it tangled, all these crazy things. Now my hair is pretty long. I have the same <laughs> issue. So <laughs> you pop the sunroof open, you get some fresh air, you get some sunlight, some vitamin D, and it's amazing. So I love it. But I'm, I'm wondering if everybody's going to be on my side. I'm just confused on the timing because it's December 5th today. Well, I was just struggling to figure, over, figure out an overrated underrated. And I couldn't remember my real one. So that was my... my like, when's the last time you actually had your sun? I literally open? had it open the other day. Like, you know how they have the option of full open or just yeah. like pop it up one little notch? Yep. I'm always popping it up like just to get some fresh air going. I don't care how cold it is. Interesting. Yeah. I will slightly agree. Whoa. I do. I did I do not love, expect that. Yeah. I do love it. But I think you mentioning the joy... That, is that a real scenario? Like Joy's like, I don't want my hair. No, it's my other wife actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've Joy, actually, Joy, uh, I think with the windows full open, it's usually like a, a hair issue. Yes. So Brianna has a big issue with windows being open and the sunroof being open. So I've pretty much given up on fresh air in a car for quite a period of time. <laughs> that I realized recently, I haven't used it at all, but I used to love it. From what I remember, it was like, I used to love the sunroof. And the sunroof that I have is like, it pretty much, you can't go all the way back, but it goes halfway, but it's got a huge glass portion yeah. to it, which I, I enjoy looking up and out of. Yeah, on your 30 seconds. Unless there's a work, sunroof. There's a uh, unless there's at. a sunset. If there's a sunset, <laughs> oh, I will no. not look out that the sunroof. shade over that thing. <laughs> Shout out to whatever episode we talked about sunsets. All, all right. right, topic. What do we got? Um, topic. Yeah, you're asking me like, oh, yeah, yeah, what do we have What today? do we got? Let's just think of something real quick. <laughs> we have, and you're, you're going to break this down for us. We have the five most hated exercises. We're going to break down why they're hated and we're going to go through them in order. So give us a little bit of a preference into these five exercises, but don't spoil them. We're going to go through them five, four, three, two, one style, ending with the most hated exercise ever. Yeah. So inspired by the conversations I'm having with members when they first start, because we asked the question, what have you what have you experienced in the past that was a really good exercise experience and what have you experienced that is a really bad exercise experience for you and usually i'm looking for like types of classes they've done or personal training or group classes or i i tried yoga and i didn't like it i just want to get an idea as to what they have enjoyed and have not but sometimes people will go into the specifics of exercises and they are very strongly opinionated about the exercises that they have potentially done that they absolutely hate. So inspired by a lot of those conversations, we put together the five exercises that people hate the most. And that's what we will talk about today and why. Now, right before we jump in, um, should people hate these exercises or are these exercises... Um, not worth hating all the time for everybody. Yeah, great Very question. Very quick answer to that. Great question. Absolutely, these could be great exercises for a lot of people, but I think the reason most people hate them is because they are aggressively programmed for people that cannot handle or tolerate them just yet, but they are potentially forced to do them anyway. All right, perfect. So set the stage, you listen up and see if you hate these exercises. And if, if you, the exercise that you hate most that you're thinking of right now, let's see if it makes our top five list. <laughs> All right, bring us in to number five is push-ups. Mm. Break down push-ups 
Some people love push-ups. Oh, yeah. A lot of people hate push-ups. Why would somebody hate push-ups so much that it makes a number five spot on our list? Bingo. Love it. So push-ups, frequently selected as one of the most hated exercises. And I think predominantly it is because people are being forced to do them on the ground or from a kneeling position. And in most cases, those are just too challenging of, of positions to do push-ups properly in for the average person. So I think a lot of people like push-ups are members that we currently have that we have found the correct height of a barbell to put their hands on to have them do it in a way that it's appropriately challenging. But a, a sense of inadequacy yeah. is what I get mm, from a lot of yep. people. And it's funny how I kind of tee it up and I do it the same way every time is that we just finish up the lower body exercise. All right, we're going to go to upper body exercises next. All right, first thing we have are push-ups. And like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't do push-ups. I can't do them. It's like, no, 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 no worries. You're just going to put your hand on this bar that's about waist height and we'll try to keep a good position on this. And then they do the push-ups. They're like, oh, well, that was much easier and I'm much less intimidated by the exercise now. So I feel like it is primarily a sense of inadequacy in doing push-ups, and they feel like they should be able to do them on the ground, but realistically, most people can't. Right. And that's fine. Let's find the version of the push-up that meets you in the right place. Perfect. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, especially with the assessments that come in. And however you tee it up, it's like you see the fear in their eyes of like, oh, you're going to make me do push-ups now. Like, uh, I can do one or two maybe, and they're bad. Like, so they're just so down on themselves. It's so nice to be like, no, you don't have to be down on yourself. We're going to do this option with the bar, right? So bar on the rack, adjust it to a height that's really good for you. We mimic the push-up position and then just progress downward as you get stronger. All right, number four. Making our list at number four. This hits near and dear to home with my recent assessment. Lunges. Lunges, big one. A lot of people hate them. What are lunges, first of all? I think there's a few people that probably aren't sure. Lunges, split squats, what do these words mean? Yeah, so we'll keep them in the same family for description. But one foot is forward, one foot is backwards. The majority of the weight is on the front foot, whether we're stepping forwards or backwards. Mm -hmm. And we're going to try to perform a essentially a squat, but on the front leg with some back leg support uh, from a balance standpoint. And the back leg will contribute minorly to the performance of the exercise. Uh, but basically when we do a lunge and we'll do this right in our assessment first is, you know, can you hold the decent split squat position? And many of the times the answer is no, and that's fine. And similar to what we talked about with the pushups, uh, if you can't do it in its standard form of body weight with both feet on the ground, that's fine. We could find ways to do a version of it, or we potentially just don't have to do it because for certain individuals, it is a high risk, low reward exercise right now. But like we said before, and this seems to be a common theme for people who do workouts at home with exercise videos or like YouTube workouts, lunges will be in those workouts, no doubt about it. And when people try to do them, they'll say, uh, my, my back foot hurts, my toe, my knee, uh, this bothers my back a little bit. And it's because it's really challenging for some people to get into the right positions of lunges, either due to lack of mobility or lack of strength relative to body weight. And again, that's fine. We just potentially have to find a different exercise for you. Yeah, totally. And it backs up the exact thing, the assessment. Um, those, are, those are the first sessions we do with people. If you haven't heard that term, the assessment, we go over, figure out what are good exercises for you, what are your goals, get you started here. Uh, the person I did it with um, hated lunges for the same reason. They were at another gym and they were forced to do lunges and she was forced to do them with a group of people that were better than her and quote, lapping her and she felt incredibly inadequate. Mm. She felt embarrassed. She felt like she was gonna get stuck on the floor while she's doing it. And I was like watching her try to do it. And I'm like, I agree with you. I don't think this is a good option for you right now. Yep. But guess what? We don't have to do them right now. Yep. We're not gonna make you do this. And it was really uh, 
nice to see, you know, her expression change. We're like, oh, oh, you're not going to force me to do something that I think I'm bad at right now. And that basically doesn't serve her well at yep. the moment. Right. Yep. Maybe not forever, but right now we don't need to do those. All right. Moving on to our third, number three on our list. Third most hated exercise. Jumping. Jumping. Talked about all the time. Every time we're talking about exercises, the next three are definitely mentioned the most frequent. And jumping is a huge part of a lot of fitness programs, which there's not a ton of space or a ton of equipment to try to get your heart rate up. So people will leverage jumping to try to increase a heart rate, but the impact and consider it high impact in many scenarios, which is defined as both feet leaving the ground and both feet landing, is probably not a great exercise for the majority of adult populations because, again, we're taking into consideration their body weight, the resiliency to it. They probably haven't jumped in years in many circumstances, especially people that are here for the first day. So to consider jumping a great exercise to get a heart rate up, we really don't see it that way. There's probably a ton of other exercises that are better fit to increase heart rate that are lower risk from an impact standpoint. And if you want to hear somebody complain about knee pain, have them do a bunch of jumps for the first time in 10 years. That's probably the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's intense. And um, I, I agree. I was wondering if you were going to go that route of like the reason that they're chosen is because it's a really simple exercise in the coach's mind to get a crazy heart rate response to make you feel like you're getting a hard workout. Now, for the right person, that's a great choice and a great mm. option. But I think the majority of the time, like just what you laid out, a lot of people haven't done it in a very long time. High risk, low reward scenario again. Mm. Um, all right. We have number two and number one. I think at this point, people are already anticipating what number one is going to be. Number two, though, might throw up a couple people. It's running. Oh, yeah. Very polarizing. Some people come in and they say, I love running. It's my thing. Like, I'd love for it to play a role in my program. Some people say they run on their off days when they're not doing strength training. But the far majority absolutely hate running. And again, it comes down to feeling inadequate in many circumstances of I went to a gym, I tried this, and everybody was running way faster than me. Or I tried this running program and it was so challenging uh, that I couldn't run at this pace or this speed. Uh, and then again, we talk about impact and alternating at a relatively high speed from one foot to the other and landing on a single leg and absorbing your weight time after time again. Uh, running is historically known as the most injurious exercise that you can perform. Again, like John said before, which I think is a huge point, this could be a good fit for many people. Um, but for the, for the majority of people who don't like running, it's pretty common. It's pretty normal. And it makes sense. And when it comes to impact, there's probably better exercises to get your heart rate up really high that don't give you the risk that running does and doesn't make you feel as bad about yourself at the same time. That's the big one. People that just feel like they're a loser on day one because they can't get the exercise that you gave them. Uh, so not giving those people that exercise is huge and giving them something else that's better for them. Uh, and there's the skill mills that come in again that we talked about that you can power walk and get a really good uh, similar effect to running. But people generally feel really good on those things. Bingo. Okay, number one. Number one. Most hated exercise out of our list of five that we made up on the spot. Just kidding. <laughs> we thought for we thought for days about these. <laughs> we collected data from our <laughs> from our current clients. Uh, burpees. Yeah. Everybody should know what a burpee is. Quickly for the people who don't break it down, but I think most people do. And then after that, break down why they are generally so hated. 
Yeah, I'd recommend watching the YouTube video of my demonstration on this that we filmed yesterday. It was really high quality burpee. I can't wait. Uh, but you start in a standing position, you jump, which we already talked about is already hated in and of itself. Then you drop down to your hands and your wrists and shoulders have to absorb the impact of your upper body as you go down. And then you jump your feet back and land on both legs again. Then you go down into a push up, which is another exercise that we already talked about is already hated a ton. Then you come back up from the push up. Then you jump your feet back up towards your hands uh, in most likely this awkward hip and back position. And then you stand up and then you jump again and then repeat the process. Yeah. <laughs> so this is about four exercises yeah. in one that and everyone hates. And if you add a kind of a squat into, you can go like five exercises. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of exercises in one that some people can't do on their first day. And you combine them all in one exercise and, and you wonder it why it's hated. Yep, yep. And I, uh, this goes to the same point as running and jumping, there's a lot of impact, not even just your lower body now, but upper body too. And it will get, it will give you a tremendously high heart rate effect. Uh, but at what risk and at what repetition level does something break down? But this is definitely the number one answer. I hate doing burpees. And if you're in, if you're at home or if you're working out in a smaller studio type deal, this is a frequently selected exercise because it's another cheap heart rate intensive exercise that you could just easily select and have everyone do. But again, a ton of inherent risk associated with doing an exercise like this for the average person, not for everyone, but for the average person. Yeah, totally agree. And I quickly found out as I was a trainer that burpees were not a good option for many people because the amount of wrist pain, elbow pain, shoulder pain, back pain, everything pain involved was just like, all right, this is not good for most people, yep. uh, especially beginners who are kind of starting out or haven't been in an exercise routine for a while. Yep. All right. We're going to run through now as a bonus, yeah. <clears throat> our five most hated exercises in PPT sessions. Now with these, I don't think these are hated because people can't do them. I think they're mostly hated just because they're really hard. So it's probably like a love hate relationship thing. So, um, number five, you want, to, you want to give these or you want me to give them? Give them. You give can give them. these exercises. All right. And then we'll see if people agree. All right. <laughs> so number five we have listed. Actually, we didn't we didn't list these in order. These are listed in random order, so it doesn't really matter. The first one is bike, which mm. actually probably is number one. Yep. The most complaints about the bike. I just got off of three sets myself at the end of my workout doing 10 calories for time uh, on the two minutes, and I was crushed. Now, I haven't done it in a while, but it's like, yeah, that's why this thing is really hard when you push yep. yourself on it. Um, next is hack squat. Yeah. So why do people hate this one? Yeah, I, l I love the machine itself, but it, it is it makes your legs a limiting factor, and there is nothing worse than high levels of fatigue for your legs, mm. i.e. lunges done really well, uh, i.e. hack squat, i.e. leg press. If you go really hard on one of those exercises, you will brutally crush your lower body, uh, and your heart rate will be elevated, and your soul will be crushed. Totally. <laughs> uh, the next one is skier. Now, I think most people feel as though they're not doing it right, and that's why they don't like this exercise. But like I tell everybody, and like we put a video out, there really is no wrong way to do this as long as it's not causing immediate pain with you or pain that you know it causes like the day after. There's a lot of ways to get through the skier, and they're all fine. The goal is to get your heart rate up and get your body moving. Most people can accomplish that in many different ways. So now, if you want to get the most out of the skier, you just go back and watch our Instagram video about like what we think is probably the best strategy. But do you have any thoughts on the skier, why people don't like that other than that? Yeah, I think it is primarily mechanics, and then some people are so uh, consciously aware of their technique as opposed to giving effort sometimes, where we, would, we try to get them to have the opposite approach to it. 
give really high effort and your mechanics probably will fall in place. Yeah, totally. Um, skill mill. Talking about the skill mill, mm. but in it with a twist, resistance level like 8, 9, and 10, yeah. which are the top resistance settings, that's what people are afraid of and why. Yeah, that one's th this one's brutal. And uh, I've done some intervals with the really high resistance. And one, the expectation that a treadmill is just supposed to go faster than this, one. And then you have to push so hard, it feels like it should be a leg strength exercise. And the combination of that makes it absolutely brutal. It's worse than like any heavy sled push. But mind you, at least the sled moves, which has its instant gratification moment, you won't get that on the skill mill because the 0 0.01 miles aren't coming anytime soon. <laughs> they take forever to roll over at <laughs> resistance level 10. Um, and the final one, actually, this will resonate well with a lot of people who have a pull-up or a chin-up goal because we've likely put in your program, uh, for lack of a better word, chin-up holds mm. or chin-up slow lowers. Now, that's definitely like a love-hate thing, but you want to break down why people hate those so much? Yeah, and then in trying to just put them in my own pull-up cadence every once in a while... For some reason, a five-second pull-up or chin-up hold or lowering feels like eternity. Uh, and it is highly muscularly challenging. You have to brace your core to do it. And it, it's the most demonstrative upper body exercise you could probably do, especially with tremendous amounts of control. So I think uh, the combination of like upper body muscle stress at super high levels combined with the uh, high heart rate effect that you'll get from just a few reps makes this one absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's it. I don't know what it is about it. Like you said, upper body versus lower body, the five second holds or lowers feel way longer for some reason on that. 100%. All right, uh, that's all we got for you today. So feel free to let us know on the floor where your most hated exercise is, and we might just put more of it in your next program. Shout out to the staff to put the flooring down. Oh, great job. To talk about the flooring. I th the, the floor looks absolutely amazing. John, Kyle, and the 27 other people that, that they rallied, they were here for 26 straight hours again, getting the flooring down, moving everything, putting it back. But I am so pumped over how the floor yeah. looks. I hope you guys all like it. I, I don't know if we have time for the full shout outs here. Maybe we can like show note announce people, but I wish I could go one by one because it was a big feat. It was a lot of time. And I guess if I had to, if I had to break it down to just special shout outs, I would say Jamie, Anna, and Kyle killed it because they worked the morning did all the sessions and immediately started in moving all the equipment off. And I was, I was told we were starting at one 30. So I, I had my family and then by one 30, I came and everything was off the track and stuff was already being moved in. I was like, Whoa, this is aggressive and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then shout out to Jamie's wife, um, and Kyle's wife. I'm not sure. To, should I say their names? Uh, no, is that secret. Cool? It's a total secret. secret. Nobody <laughs> even knew they were married. I don't know. If they were. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, Kate, yeah. Oh, Kate and Audrey. Shout Thank out to Kate guys. and Audrey because that was totally unexpected for you to come drop by. I thought you were just going to say hi, like motivate us a little bit. But they actually got down and started putting track down with us. So that was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. I contributed uh, a couple slices actually, of pizza that I ate. You know ate you contributed, which uh, we found out was you left your 80-pound dumbbells really far away from the rack. And we had to clean That's them right. up. That's, that was your contribution. That's right. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to bring this back to the rack yet because we're going to move it. And then I totally forgot about it. <laughs> Yeah, so, I remember Kyle. How do how do we lose a set of eighties? How can we possibly? He's getting mad. It's the end yeah. of the night, and I'm like, oh, they're over by the um, the uh, gluten ham, like uh, whatever back extension. I'm like, who was using that? And somebody was like, uh, might have been James. Yeah, it was. All, all right, right with that, that's all we got. Peace, peace out.